Hi, my name is Arman Chako. I'm a core surgical trainee working in the Southwest Peninsula region, and I will be summarizing the NICE guidelines for the management of lower urinary tract symptoms in men, published in 2010 and updated in 2015. This is a part of the BURST podcast series. The NICE guidelines for adult men presenting with lower urinary tract symptoms, or LUTs, aims to improve quality of life and recommend appropriate assessments and guidance on management. For patients presenting with LUTs, a comprehensive evaluation begins with a thorough medical history and physical examination, including a digital rectal exam to identify the causes of LUTs. During the initial assessment, a urine dipstick test and a urinary frequency volume charting should be offered. A serum creatinine test should only be offered if there is a suspicion of renal impairment. For example, if they have symptoms of nocturnal enuresis, recurrent urinary tract infections, a history of renal stones, or if they have a palpable bladder on examination. A PSA test should be offered when symptoms of bladder outlet obstruction are evident or if their prostate feels abnormal on digital rectal exam or if they're concerned about prostate cancer. However, it is crucial to enable patients to make their own informed decision about proceeding with testing. Mild to moderate symptoms often warrant reassurance and lifestyle advice. This includes recommendations such as urethral milking for post-micturition dribble, guidance on fluid intake, and supervised bladder training for storage symptoms. In cases of storage LUTs like urinary incontinence, consider temporary containment products before indwelling urethral catheterization. However, this does not include penile clamps. For stress urinary incontinence following prostatectomy, Supervised pelvic floor muscle training for a minimum of three months is recommended. Long-term indwelling catheters ought to be considered only when conservative treatments have proven ineffective and surgery is not a viable option, particularly in cases where individuals have skin wounds vulnerable to urine contamination and they are unable to self-catheterize. Specialist assessment is advised if symptoms persist despite conservative management or if complications like recurrent urinary tract infections, retention, renal impairment, or stress incontinence arise. During this assessment, the following tests can be offered. Measurement of flow rate and post-void residual volume. Cystoscopy is recommended when evaluating hematuria, recurrent infections, sterile pyuria, profound LUT symptoms, and pain. Upper tract imaging is recommended for chronic retention in addition to the indications mentioned above, like recurrent infections, sterile pyuria, hematuria, profound LUTs, and pain. And lastly, multi-channel cystometry should be offered when surgery is being considered. When conservative measures prove ineffective for moderate to severe LUTs, that is an IPSS score of 8 and above, 
The following drugs can be offered. Alpha-1 blockers like tamsulosin, anticholinergics for storage symptoms and overactive bladders, a combination of anticholinergics and alpha-1 blockers for storage symptoms not resolving with monotherapy. For men with prostates larger than 30 grams or a PSA greater than 1.4, offer 5-alpha reductase inhibitors and consider adding on an alpha-1 blocker if they have moderate to severe LUTs as well. Cautious use of phosphodiesterase 5 inhibitors is permitted only as a part of a randomized control trial. Men being started on alpha blockers and anticholinergics must be reviewed at 4 to 6 weeks and then every 6 to 12 months. And those being started on 5-alpha reductase inhibitors should be reviewed at 3 to 6 months and then every 6 to 12 months. Surgery is reserved for when voiding symptoms are severe or when drug treatments fail. Primary surgical options for LUTs secondary to benign prostate enlargement include transurethral resection of the prostate or TURP, monopolar transurethral vaporization of the prostate or TUVP, and HOLEP or holmium laser enucleation of the prostate. The alternatives to the above are transurethral incision of the prostate for prostates less than 30 grams and open prostatectomy for prostates larger than 80 grams. Do not offer minimally invasive therapy for voiding symptoms. Botulinum toxin injection into the prostate and laser vaporization techniques may only be offered as a part of a randomized control trial. Lastly, for storage symptoms, surgical options are considered after conservative and drug treatments have been exhausted. Consider sacral nerve stimulation or cystoplasty after discussing the complications. Urinary diversion can be considered only if the above two are not acceptable to the patient. Bladder wall injection with botulinum toxin may be offered as an off-label use. Artificial sphincters may be offered for stress urinary incontinence. Thank you for listening. If you are interested in participating in the Burst podcast series, please visit the Burst website for more details.